Section 6 of The Art of Worldly Wisdom by Balthasar Gracian Translated by Joseph Jacobs This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Sandra Schmidt 31. Select the lucky and avoid the unlucky Ill luck is generally the penalty of folly and there is no disease so contagious to those who share in it. Never open the door to a lesser evil for other and greater ones invariably slink in after it. The greatest skill at cards is to know when to discard. The smallest of current trumps is worth more than the ace of trumps of the last game. When in doubt, follow the suit of the wise and the prudent. Sooner or later, they will win the odd trick. 32. Have the reputation of being gracious. Tis the chief glory of the high and mighty to be gracious, a prerogative of kings to conquer universal goodwill. That is the great advantage of a commanding position, to be able to do more good than others. Those make friends who do friendly acts. On the other hand, there are some who lay themselves out for not being gracious, not on account of the difficulty, but from a bad disposition. In all things, they are the opposite of divine grace. 33. Know how to withdraw. If it is a great lesson in life to know how to deny, it is still greater to know how to deny oneself, as regards both affairs and persons. There are extraneous occupations which eat away precious time. To be occupied in what does not concern you is worse than doing nothing. It is not enough for a careful man not to interfere with others. He must see that they do not interfere with him. One is not obliged to belong so much to all as not to belong at all to oneself. So with friends, their help should not be abused or more demanded from them than they themselves will grant. All access is a failing, but above all in personal intercourse. A wise moderation in this best preserves the goodwill and esteem of all. For by this means, that precious boon of courtesy is not gradually worn away. Thus you preserve your genius free to select the elect and never sin against the unwritten laws of good taste. 34. Know your strongest point. Your preeminent gift. Cultivate that and you will assist the rest. Everyone would have excelled in something if he had known his strong point. Notice in what quality you surpass and take charge of that. In some, judgment excels, in others, valor. Most do violence to their natural aptitude and thus attain superiority in nothing. Time disillusionizes us too late of what first flattered the passions. 35. Think over things, most over the most important. All fools come to grief from want of thought. They never see even the half of things, and as they do not observe their own loss or gain, still less do they apply any diligence to them. Some make much of what imports little, and little of much, always weighing in the wrong scale. Many never lose their common sense, because they have none to lose. There are matters which should be observed with the closest attention of the mind, and thenceforth kept in its lowest depth. The wise man thinks over everything, but with a difference, most profoundly where there is some profound difficulty, and thinks that perhaps there is more in it than he thinks. 
Thus his comprehension extends as far as his apprehension. 36. In acting or refraining, weigh your luck. More depends on that than on noticing your temperament. If he is a fool who at forty applies to Hippocrates for health, still more is he one who then applies to Seneca for wisdom. It is a great piece of skill to know how to guide your luck, even while waiting for it, for something is to be done with it by waiting so as to use it at the proper moment, since it has periods and offers opportunities, though one cannot calculate its path, its steps are so irregular. When you find fortune favourable, stride boldly forward, for she favours the bold, and, being a woman, the young. But if you have bad luck, keep retired, so as not to redouble the influence of your unlucky star. 37. Keep a store of sarcasms, and know how to use them. This is the point of greatest tact in human intercourse. Such sarcasms are often thrown out to test man's mood, and by their means one often obtains the most subtle and penetrating touchstone of the heart. Other sarcasms are malicious, insolent, poisoned by envy or envenomed by passion, unexpected flashes which destroy at once all favour and esteem. Struck by the slightest word of this kind, many fall away from the closest intimacy with superiors or inferiors, which could not be the slightest shaken by a whole conspiracy of popular insinuation or private malevolence. Other sarcasms, on the other hand, work favourably, confirming and assisting one's reputation. But the greater the skill with which they are launched, the greater the caution with which they should be received, and the foresight with which they should be foreseen. For here a knowledge of the evil is in itself a means of defence, and the shot foreseen always misses its mark. 38. Leave your luck while winning. All the best players do it. A fine retreat is as good as a gallant attack. Bring your exploits under cover when there are enough, or even when there are many of them. Luck long-lasting was ever suspicious. Interrupted seems safer, and is even sweeter to the taste for a little infusion of bittersweet. The higher the heap of luck, the greater the risk of a slip, and down comes all. Fortune pays you sometimes for the intensity of her favours by the shortness of their duration. She soon tires of carrying anyone long on her shoulders. 39. Recognise when things are ripe, and then enjoy them. The works of nature all reach a certain point of maturity. Up to that, they improve. After that, they degenerate. Few works of art reach such a point that they cannot be improved. It is an especial privilege of good taste to enjoy everything at its ripest. Not all can do this, nor do all who can know this. There is a ripening point, too, for fruits of intellect. It is well to know this, both for their value in use and for their value in exchange. 40. The Goodwill of People Tis much to gain universal admiration, more universal love. Something depends on natural disposition, more on practice. The first founds, the second then builds on that foundation. Brilliant parts suffice not, though they are presupposed. Win good opinion, it is easy to win goodwill. Kindly acts besides, 
are required to produce kindly feelings. Doing good with both hands, good words and better deeds, loving, so as to be loved. Courtesy is the politic witchery of great personages. First, lay hand on deeds, and then on pens. Words follow swords, for there is goodwill to be won among writers, and it is eternal. End of section 6